Hello, folks. Thank you for checking in on the call for this eighth season. As you know, I'm Ozzy Stewart. I'm very grateful for you to be here. And on this particular episode of the Trini Corner, I am speaking with Ms. Cecile Ford, fellow Trini. <laughs> Cecile, thank you so much for being here. I really, really appreciate it. For over 15 years, Cecile has worked in the financial services arena as personal executive assistant to senior executive management within financial, social security, and human resources organizations for Deloitte Touche, for Deloitte and Touche, and as well UBS Investment Bank, correct? Mm -hmm. That's correct. Right. Prior to which she managed and developed marketing strategies as business development coordinator to the Hay Group, which is a global management consulting manager, uh, consulting firm. Yes. Right? That's correct. Now, there's something that has happened. She has gained a Phi Theta Kappa President's Award, which we'll get to in a minute here in the U.S. After being a part of the activities and societies of the University of the West Indies, where she gained her bachelor's in business management. Yes. Mm. And since 2007, Ms. Cecile has served, uh, served WIADCA, which stands for the West Indian American Carnival Association. So that's over 16 years or so now. Yes. And now, or has been, have you been the board secretary for Mass Committee for 16 years? Is that it? I have been actually um, board secretary for mm -hmm. the last seven years. Uh -huh. I have been sitting as a member on the Mass Committee and chaired the Mass Committee since 2017, I believe it wow. is. That's a lot. Of uh, be prior to that, mm -hmm. I served as a member, but was always involved in various committees. Right. Ah. So the WIATCA responsibilities at this point have been sort of like a year round of activities, right? It doesn't stop. It does not stop, mm -hmm. like what other people think. Mm -hmm. um, WIATCA is really socially committed to promoting Caribbean culture. Mm -hmm. And we have true city funding and state funding. Mm -hmm. We run various programs mm -hmm. that help educate the community mm -hmm. with um, costume design, wire bending. Mm -hmm. We do senior yoga. We During the pandemic, we ran successfully a pantry for the community and we still continue to do that today. We have actually had classes on stilt walking um, and it, we have a little talk. She is literally just about five years old mm -hmm. and she was very featured, featured in the junior parade this uh -huh, year uh -huh. in the Kaisoka Moko Jumbies. Uh -huh. She actually played a character there and was on stilts and, and it is just adorable to see this kid. Wow. But she is a product of our community program. Right. We also do steel band programs right. and um, we are now extending that into the schools through the funding we, re we re the federal funding we receive through Congresswoman Yvette Clark, mm -hmm. we actually did, we are actually doing these programs Fantastic. in school. Fantastic. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Before we move ahead with that, explain the circumstances around the president, President's Award. Um, I migrated here in 94 
um, on marriage. And, you know, when you migrate, you have to get yourself embedded. Mm -hmm. So even though I was qualified um, at home in Trinidad, mm -hmm. I felt, look, let me use this time as I'm settling in to go back to school, go mm -hmm. back to classes. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we, do, we take for granted the education we have in Trinidad. Correct. You just seem to excel and shine beyond others in your class when you attend school here, college here. And um, as one of my professors put it, I just enjoy reading your essays because it's always in depth and you always capture all the points. And um, I maintained a 3.9 GPA throughout my career. Wow, wow. So being that you've been working with the heads of these in these financial services in this financial services arena what's the most important personality trait or strength that someone needs to have to work within this at this level i think i want i i attribute my success and i will say i am i consider myself successful absolutely to being the personality, being able to network, mm -hmm. being able to show that as a Caribbean person, mm -hmm. we are well educated, well spoken, mm -hmm. and we certainly understand how to operate within corporate. Mm -hmm. um, my personality on the whole is one that I can reach echelons from the lowest level into the highest level. Mm -hmm. And I have found success just using my personality and my capability of being able to speak out to people. Mm -hmm. So in terms of, you know what they say, you're working within a man's world, a male-dominated world. How is that? I would say my upbringing helped me mm -hmm. because while not being subservient, mm -hmm. I, as a woman, I, I would, my mother was a single parent. My father died when I was 12 years old. And she, I saw her directly and my aunts being successful women and being strong mm -hmm. and able to bring, you know, bring us up, mm -hmm. have fully educated, mm -hmm. um, all successful. And, you know, I, it helped me. It helped me as a woman mm -hmm. to grow and to be able to connect on all levels. Mm -hmm. um, so the male, the male will never intimidated me in any way. It right. never intimidated me. Why did you choose to work within the financial arena? It just happened. Um, you know, you, you look towards your, to finding your niche. Mm -hmm. And um, at Hay Group, I was my first corporate job here. And I was able to work successfully among that, the consultants there. Um, they were very influential. They all accepted me. And it was a great corporate experience. And then Working in Connecticut, I always used to pass UBS, and I said, one day I'm going to be there, I'm <laughs> going to be there. And um, the opportunity came, mm -hmm. and I started to work there, I worked there, and then um, recession hit, um, and then I came to Deloitte. Hmm. What is the most memorable moment or event so far that you've had in your career? Um, I, I won't just bucket it into one. Okay. Um, 
I think one of the most successful pieces of my career is being able, as a Trinidadian, mm -hmm. to forge, be part of an organization like Deloitte. Deloitte is among one of the highest ranking consultancy groups right. in the world. There are offices throughout the world, all parts of the world. And being part of this organization has helped me to grow as an individual and also helped me to develop as a person. And I would say one defining moment was when I became a manager and I am able to share my knowledge with a team and be that person that connects with, that, with individuals every day. What is something you used to value that you don't anymore? Hmm. That's a difficult question. I, I have valued every moment in my life mm -hmm. because I think every moment in my life has been instrumental mm -hmm. to forging the individual that I am. Um, I would like to say that I would like to be a person that does not hold on to grudges. Mm -hmm. And I have attempted in my life to make that my mantra, mm -hmm. to, to move forward from every negative, mm -hmm. to find some positive in that area. Mm. So you had mentioned that Panorama drew you to Wiyadka. Yes. Right. How how, how, what's the dynamic that made that happen? So um, I got involved in Wiatka just, let's say, just by going there. I had a friend who was, actually my, hus my husband mm -hmm. was involved. Mm -hmm. And I used to go sit and I would help, just volunteer, mm -hmm. helping. And I got involved with Wiatka. And as an immigrant, mm -hmm. I wanted people to understand my Caribbean culture, mm -hmm. where I'm from, what we bring, what, what are the different aspects. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing better than the steel pan mm -hmm. and the costumes that we create. The steel pan being just recently celebrated right. um, and we have gifted this to the world. Right. And I always found that Panorama in New York City is one of the best competitions outside of Trinidad and Tobago. So what has been the biggest challenges or biggest challenge in producing the parade as you are on that committee to produce? So one of the biggest challenges has been finance. We are unlike Toronto or I'm not even Miami. Miami is a more constrained environment so they are able to to have the, you know, control the environment. We are on the streets of New York. We are in Eastern Park. We, I call it our Caribbean, our Caribbean, our Culture Avenue. Right. Um, it's the funding to get this production done. Um, we bring in over two million people attend that event. Mm -hmm. We bring in heavy amount of dollars mm -hmm. to the city. Mm -hmm. Yet, it has not been, the parade has not actually been funded by the city. By the city. Why is that? Um, again, we have several parades in the city. Mm -hmm. 
um, one of the points is that you do it for one, you have to do it for all. Right. Um, but we do have the, I would say, from the electeds, from the mayor's office, uh, we have their commitment in being part of it. They do help the organization, but the real challenge has always been how to manage the parkway, to bring everything on the parkway. And to actually, because the insurance is high, mm -hmm. then also we have to develop ways of controlling the crowd, which is also uh, a, a edge on the city mm -hmm. because you have to pay NYPD sanitation, mm -hmm. everything. And then we have the non-masqueraders who don't appreciate the value of what the costumes that are coming right. on. And it's been difficult over the years to control that. Right. Um, while we want to encompass everyone, it's, it's difficult to have the non-masqueraders overwhelm the, the, what people have worked so hard right. to produce. Right. So the funding is not coming, but the help around the parade is there. Yeah. But you also have funding coming from the federal and for the steel band uh, programs in schools. Yes, but the thing about it is those fundings mm -hmm. cannot be used for, for the parade. They are specific right. fundings right. that are given to the organization right. and has to be, we have to show how we use those funds. Correct. Everything is, all your I's have to be dotted, all your T's have to be mm -hmm. crossed. And some people say, oh, we had could do this and we had could, could do that. Um, we hear from the mass community and the steel pad community, oh, we all not doing enough for us. Mm -hmm. But it's, 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 a, it's an uphill battle for us. We have achieved a lot. Right. I think Carlos Lazama would be very proud of where we have taken this to. Right. Um, we have uh, senior members like Angela Seeley, mm -hmm. who is still in, involved in the association, mm -hmm. who have been there from inception. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that we are not without our internal problems, right. but we've taken this and grown it right. into a really great event. Right. This past year is a perfect example of mm -hmm. that. We were able to have television co coverage mm -hmm. because the mayor mm -hmm. helped us mm -hmm. to get that done. Mm -hmm. We have not had coverage mm -hmm. in many years. Mm. I think the last one that was done included Peter Minshew. Really? That's, yeah. So far back? So far back. Wow. Many. So it was really, really, I mean, you will have highlights, but it was not actually covered. And this year we had coverage for three hours. So you had mentioned me, uh, you had mentioned um, Rodney Schnell. Yes. And the Big Boy Productions and what he's doing. And the, there's a legacy there. Mm -hmm. What is your kinship to Big Boy or Schnell and that legacy? It's not a kinship. Mm -hmm. I, in my role as the chair of Mass, mm -hmm. I really wanted, I want to make my impact. Yes. I want to ensure that all the Mass community yes. feel that I am in look, support of yes. them. Yes. Um, for a long time, they... So they have been encouraging that, and as the committee, we've been encouraged them 
to stand on their own feet, right. get registered as a 501c, which mm. is which is a non-profit organization, right. but which will enable you to, to also seek funding. funding and the mass, the mass bands mm -hmm. are struggling, mm -hmm. worse since the pandemic. Brooklyn has developed mm -hmm. and there are no areas for mass camps. It's a financial burden to pay rents because it's just for a short period, right. it's for a season. Right. And I, I have a great respect for what Rodney has bought mm -hmm. in taking the mantle because his father was an actual ma masquerader. Right. And he, has, and he has been part of the organization of freaks. Mm -hmm. And he has taken on this mantle. He said, you know what? Actually, Rodney and I actually had a big fight. One day he came down, oh, you're not doing anything. And, um, you know, and I think he took a step back mm -hmm. and he said, he came to me and he said, you know, Cecile, I think I was wrong in my approach to you. Mm -hmm. I said, well, it's okay. You are entitled to your opinion. Right. And um, I said, Rodney, look, we really need you all to be structured mm -hmm. because we can only go so much mm -hmm. and let us go as a body. So mm -hmm. we, as a body, we can work together, mm -hmm. two bodies, three bodies, mm -hmm. because there is another existing band leaders association. So now we have two band leaders associations here. Mm -hmm. Um, representing, you have New York Band Leaders Association, which has been in existence for many years. Mm -hmm. And then Rodney took it upon himself to open United Band Leaders mm -hmm. Association. Mm -hmm. So now I would work with the leadership of these two associations mm -hmm. and WIACA, mm -hmm. and we can move forward. Mm -hmm. And that's, that is my goal for us to move forward, for the mass to, to really get the recognition that they so deserve. Right. Um, and also to have the finances mm -hmm. in order to produce, because to pay the rent mm -hmm. for a place to produce the, the materials, the mm -hmm. time, the people the that are involved, the labor mm -hmm. that is involved in mm -hmm. doing mass. Mm -hmm. um, and, and again, I go back to my memories. I sat as a child, and my cousin, um, Margaret Gittins, who is very involved in, mm -hmm. in a lot of culture in Trinidad and mm -hmm. Tobago. She was the one who took me to Peter Mincha's mass camp as a child. Mm -hmm. I was 12, no more than 12 years old. And I, that's where I actually got my fingers with glue and, and I developed my love for maths. My mother was very insistent, my parents at that time, is that I could not play maths right. until I was finished with, college, with right. high school. Right. So I had to endure <laughs> that penance. But the day I, took, I graduated from high school, I played maths the following year. Right. Oh, so it's, it. just a love, it's yes. just a love, and I just want to see it to be successful here in New York. So does Wiatka help them financially some of these bands or steel bands or mass bands or you direct them i know you're trying to get them to stand on their own and form those companies are they doing that as well so one of the things that a one of the things that when i took on the chairmanship mm -hmm. is that i wanted to educate them how to see themselves as a business right. many people come into it thinking oh you can it's so pretty and they don't understand the depth that right. is involved. Right. The first couple of years as a mass band, you can lose. It's a losing game. It's a losing right. game. Mm -hmm. However, 
if you build on each year, mm -hmm. how you deliver to your masqueraders mm -hmm. is what will bring people into your band. Right. So I decided, um, I, I put it to the committee that we could have some workshops educating them about the business of Carnival. Mm -hmm. And I, we used persons that are successful, um, like One Island, Rolando Jarvis, mm -hmm. he was a speaker. We had people talk on tax and grants and how to build yourself mm -hmm. as an entity as a mass band right because some people some of some of the mass band leaders yes they migrated from trinidad some of them are actually set second generation or first generation mm -hmm. of of parents who migrated here mm -hmm. and we have become involved like rodney rodney mm -hmm. has seen his father he's been involved in this yes and he really just you know took it upon himself look i'm going to do something mm -hmm. i want to do something here because it's like you can jump into it or you could become a business. And sometimes yeah. the, the idea of the business frightens people off yes. in terms of what it takes. Definitely. Right? Um, do you do a physical run-through of the bands? Like, you know? I do um, sometimes because I have to kind of remain on neutral point. Yes. Um, but my committee members, I do go sometimes to some of the mass camps. We do like a bus tour of all the various camps mm -hmm. uh, to see what the presentations are. And we invite maybe the electeds or other members of the community to go on the bus tours so that they can have see. And we, we did it this year with not only the mass camps, but we did it with also the state band. Mm -hmm. So what is it that is... Because, you know, what, I, what, what I've been hearing a little bit is that a lot of bands are moving to Miami. In your estimation, why? One, and is there that big of a migration? The, the problem here is that, again, what I said initially in my interview, mm -hmm. um, the mass creators are not able to enjoy their plain mass mm -hmm. on the parkway because mm -hmm. of all these non-master readers. Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, the police barriers are too low. <laughs> they, they are able to jump that. Right. Um, the security that is needed to, to keep the non-master readers, it's expensive for the bands mm -hmm. to have security, like how we would have in different areas. Right. Whereas in Miami, it's yeah. an enclosed area. Right. And they can control right. non-mask readers. Ah. Um, I'm not going to say, I think New York has had competitive prize money. Mm -hmm. um, since the pandemic, we cannot do like the small, medium and large, but we do have band of the year, king and queen mm -hmm. for the junior and for the adult. Mm -hmm. um, but I think the main reason is that masqueraders feel that they are not able to enjoy mm -hmm. their portrayals mm -hmm. as much as they can. Mm -hmm. And it's because people don't understand what it is we are trying to, the pageantry right. that we are presenting right. on the parkway. Right. And it comes from the young ones. I mean, the young ones just, hey, it's just a good party on the street. Right. So they come outside. Right. Um, but it's, it's more to it. It's right. more about our culture, more right. about what we can do artistically right. 
as a as as a people. Right. And it's not just Trinidadians, it's Grenadians, it's St. Vincent's. We have Bamboucher, that is a Haitian band, right. and they bring beautiful costumes. Right. Yet we still have a ba uh, other Haitian bands mm -hmm. that will come with just t-shirts, and, mm -hmm. and we're trying to get them to understand. Mm -hmm. It's not just about the music truck and the non-conference. Right. We want portrayals. It's right. our costume right. event. Right. This is our artistic. Correct. This is pageantry. To be able to show some yes. creativity. Creativity. Yes. Do you go to the TT, uh, um, any of the other band, um, carnivals around the, the world? Yes, I do. Um, I go to Toronto. Uh -huh. I have been to Miami. Uh -huh. um, since the pandemic, I haven't been to Miami. Hopefully, right. I'll be able to get there this year. But I go to Toronto, Caravana. It's also like a family reunion time. Um, because my husband's family is there, so okay. we make it a, a family yeah, trip. Yeah. Um, then uh, I was asked to help with, um, they wanted to bring something out in Texas. Um, I, ha I go to Maryland. I go to, I've been to Maryland, um, Baltimore Car Carnival. Mm -hmm. um, so I have been trying to get around. Okay. Okay. And it's a good thing, I think. I mean, uh, when I've learned that so many bands are going to not only the different parts of the country, but outside of the country, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's a wonderful thing. It makes me... I have a friend, he's Jewish. Mm -hmm. And he goes to every single one each year. That's his thing. Everything else in the world for him is not as important as getting to Trinidad and Barbados and, you know, all the different ones. I am. Wonderful thing. Where can people find more information about WIADCA? So WIADCA, we have our website, www.WIADCA, W-I-A-D-C-A, Carnival, C-A-R-N-I-V-A-L, one word, dot org. And we have our website there. You can get more information. And then, of course, we, try, we have our social media platforms yeah. that are available. Facebook, etc. Do you feel that this is your life's calling? Or if not, what is it? I, I think maybe it is part of my life. I have always loved our culture. Yeah. And I appreciated it even more as I migrated. Because I recognized, as a, I wanted people to understand me, mm -hmm. understand where I came from. Um, again, I look Hispanic. Many times people come up to me and... <laughs> speak to me in Spanish mm -hmm. and yes because of our education in Trinidad I can I can speak Spanish right so but then you wouldn't believe that I'm three-quarter Indian right <laughs> um Portuguese this way yes. so I wanted people to understand about the melting pot Correct. about the melting pot yes. of the, the Caribbean right. and that's where I felt that I had my it's funny because when I spoke to some people, what spiritual practice do you do to keep yourself centered? I am born a Catholic. Mm -hmm. I practice my Roman Catholicism mm -hmm. and I am grounded in my faith. Mm -hmm. I don't attribute any part of my life without having the presence of God. You know, Andre said the same thing at the end of our conversation, and it's just so wonderful to hear, you know? Without him, 
And we need forgiveness every day. Every day. You know. You see, that's why I was telling you. I try. My mother was a very peaceful soul. Mm -hmm. And I want to emulate her. Right. I seldom saw my mother angry. And even though people hurt her, she did not hold on to that. Mm -hmm. And that's why I told you, my main thing in my life mm -hmm. is not to hold on to grudges mm -hmm. or so. And yes, people have hurt me. I can probably step away from it. But if I, I wouldn't see them falling mm -hmm. without offering mm -hmm. a hand. Mm -hmm. But that's the kind of life, that's the kind of impact that I want to have. On my mm -hmm. that people can see about my life. Mm -hmm. hmm. What's one thing you want to be remembered for? And as much as what what you just said, what is what do you see as your legacy? I would like people to remember me for being embedded in their in their lives, mm -hmm. um, not superficially but being there to support mm -hmm. an individual, my friends, my family, mm -hmm. the people I've encountered and networked in my life, mm -hmm. as somebody who is genuinely interested in them mm -hmm. as an individual. That's the impact I want to make on life. Folks, Cecile Ford, come what may with everything, it really comes down to the master and it comes down to support, love for others. So, thank you for your invaluable time with us today. Please remember to share. Remember that when you're on your beach, stay on the sunny side of the street safely. Be health conscious and kind to one another. And don't forget to give thanks for the little and big gifts as we strive towards this beautiful life. Cecile, thank you very much. I know I called at the last minute. Hey, could you, could you? And you made yourself available. I, I Being the person that you are, busy person that you are. Thank you ever so much. Ladies and gentlemen, Cecile Ford. Thank you. Pleasure. Really. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.